0: Joey lost two of her lighters, so uh, we're—I—I don't know—we're on the side of the road in Prescott, in the middle of our day of errands of crazy. Who knows what the heck is going on here? We got T-shirts, though. Look at this! Can everybody see what I'm wearing? Homefront Battle Buddies has T-shirts, and we have stickers. Homefront Battle Buddies stickers. You know it's real when you put it on a sticker. We've got new outreach cards, too, but they're pretty much the same as the old ones. Homefront Battle Buddies, the community of veterans, helping veterans in all the ways government failed us, and the new website with the .org on the back. Very exciting. Today, we're going to have kind of a quick casual show, so my apologies. We don't have any guests. It's just the four of us. We've got, incidentally... Joey and myself on the side of the road here in Prescott Valley, Arizona. We've got Jim in Phoenix, and we've got Ed at home in Gardenia, where ground has been thoroughly broken for Butler Hall. That's definitely what we're naming it now. The Major General Smedley Darlington Butler Memorial Gymnasium Yoga Center Meditation Retreat and multi-purpose auditorium, and man, I am I'm really excited about how this project is coming along. Big shout out to Scotty Mac YouTube, Scotty Mac, uh, for his contribution with the Bobcat skid steer. It's been awesome to see how much dirt he's been able to move just by himself with that one, I mean, relatively small piece of gear. But it really is really is kind of the right great right tool for the job. It's pretty exciting. So we've got, uh I mean, might as well bring Ed and and let's let's let Jim do the producer notes. We'll give you guys an update on what's going on with uh with Homefront Battle Buddies with our program director Ed Vallejo.
1: What's going hey, on, everybody? Uh my only producer note today is I hope I sound better and more clear because I got a new headset I'm using. I'm using more more producer professional style headset. So uh can you hear me? Uh <laughs> oh, doesn't sound no, like yeah.
0: It's me. still in something is weird with our signal. That's why i We were trying to be parked in the shade and connected, and we were a minute late because we were actually five minutes early, but it took us six minutes of driving to get this. This is weird. Like, I I know people are going to say, well, Adam, why don't you stay at home with reliable internet? Well, it's not even always reliable there, and it's one of the compromises we've had to make with this show for now that, you know, we're going to try to do it with cell phone internet connections, and you would assume, like, being here in the middle of Babylon, and now we're, like, in the middle of this funky Open Field. Like
2: that looks it looks like so, a school or a prison and they're they're both kind of the, the same. You can't tell the difference. Yeah, and we, got,
0: we got like we got like a pretty pretty sunset
2: so coming nice. in just
0: a few minutes we'll have to show everybody. But sick, like we're, we're in the middle of like a you know, I mean, a, a Prescott Prescott Valley, Dewey, Humboldt, this 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 area, right? Like mid-sized. City, mid-sized city, small city, but it's a city. It's I mean, urban area. You would think, you know, you'd have consistent cell signal with T-Mobile or like Verizon, which we had before, and same problem. So no better. And it's just like, yeah, we we kind of live in a third world country, and right now, especially, I just I have to I, I mean, Joey and I and 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 Ed even you know like running around doing errands. I don't know if we want to make this the theme for the show like again. But, yeah, Babylon is crumbling. I don't want to say falling. It's not falling yet, but it's crumbling. Supply chain issues, unemployment, I, I, not quite runaway inflation, but we've reached a new era of consistent inflation that is a, a true historical anomaly. I feel like in my lifetime, at least as an adult, you know, I haven't lived through a period of inflation yet. And th- this is kind of it. This is like our generation's. Uh, economic upheaval time and theres is it going to be just another period of consolidating wealth and power in the hands of the few through controlled chaos and and planned crises or is it going to be that turn in the the human
1: acceleration that we've been waiting for? Hopefully the latter, right?
0: Did that signal come through clearly? Because if so, that means then yes.
2: yeah. yeah. the groundhog sees a
0: shadow. That if, if <laughs> when we say Babylon is crumbling, Babylon transmits that message clearly enough. We have we can come out of this.
2: <laughs> so I want to know what the difference between crumbling and falling is.
0: Okay, so imagine a tower, right? Crumbling chunks crumble. Oh, fall as it's
2: falling. Bam, done. Shut yeah. the lights. Okay, that makes sense to me now. I was confused.
0: That's- an, I think it's an important distinction.
2: I think it is because, like the well, the basic statement or the the typical statement is. Babylon's falling. I mean, There's songs watching Babylon fall. So well, we're not there yet. Is, yeah. Is a better yeah, and, and part of the crumble
0: is at the base.
2: And then you get to pick up and the pieces at the end. Yeah. And that nice just the pieces you need, not all the pieces you don't need.
0: All right. So anyway, Jim. <laughs> you were saying.
1: Now, I'm just enjoying your guys' analogy of Babylon crumbling itself apart. I, I agree. I it's an important analogy. It's an important uh, distinction rather. It's not all Falling over because falling would suggest That it's staying relatively Together and then all of a sudden it just doesn't Exist in a flash right. but this Is more as you point out You know little bits here and there are just Revealing itself to be You know more and more people are getting hit By the rubble down at the at the base You know what I mean That and too, yeah. And,
0: and, and I w- One of the reasons I, I point this out and I, I Think a point worth repeating And reminding ourselves Of is when we say babylon is crumbling fucking have some patience with each other right now yeah and, and and i even i like i went and picked up these postcards at fedex okay give you a dumb example because because i'm thinking like be nice to the fast food people telling you they're fucking out of ketchup you know be nice be nice to the the customer service people on the at the phones because like i've spent even just this week the last like three mornings a couple hours on the phone with bullshit customer service systems, and it was okay. Like I got shit done. I'm not, you know, some stuff. It was avoidable waste of time, whatever. But like, here's the example: these postcards, 500 of them, uh, 120 dollars online, 400 something dollars in store pricing.
3: This but,
2: makes no sense. It's like they, they, it's the same, same exact order. Only you push it in or. The employee pushes. Yeah, you in. And, and that's the price difference. That's insane, insane. And
0: it, it actually made it more burdensome because it led to confusion where they didn't see the the letterboxing issue. Oh, geez, I see on this. There's a little bleed issue. Yeah, side. there was a bleed issue. That's a, that's acceptable. But, probably why. Uh, maybe oh, that's why they give an extra five hundred. gave you extra yeah, five hundred. <laughs> so so I'll I'll I don't want to I'll, I'll I'll say I don't I don't want to name names, uh, but but I, it was it was a FedEx print center employee and i was like you know this stuff is crazy where fedex has become this corporate monstrosity that's out of control where you guys work in the retail shop here are just like pure customer service helping customers run the machine and she's like yeah yeah i know yeah like, i gave like her like and and the the, the the cool thing though is and, and practical advice is if you're cool to the person whose job in babylon is running that cog in the machine they will turn around and run the machine in your favor if you're an asshole to them you don't get access to the machine at least not as good access as you might have if you're nice to people and especially right now lower your expectations for for the system working they are going i mean people are experiencing uh, police departments that aren't responding. I don't think that's quite a thing so much like trending right now, but over the last Man. couple years, we've seen times they're going to be there. There are a lot of police departments that are just to you know, being understaffed.
2: Oh yeah, with they COVID can't, there's, there's and there's police, like, can't even hire. Right also, now. yeah,
0: hiring issues obviously with employment. The employment issue touches everything, but just like I, I want to go through like basic services as examples. I, no one is starving I think more than the normal in America. We're still, we yeah. still have, we still have an abundance of food. The problems with food are in economics and distribution and, and delivering food banks and charity. It's not like quantity of food is a problem, but there are food shortages and delivery shortages with a lot of processed foods that are going through the supply chain that's fucked up right
2: now. Oh, the great and so, Fresca outage in <laughs> 2021. So in
0: food stuff, it's more in the realm of inconvenience. Yeah, but in medical care big deal. It's a big fucking deal. It's a big deal when people can't get life-saving operations or procedures or major quality of life or management of chronic disease procedures done when they would expect to or when they should like if you needed a heart surgery and normally when you need a heart surgery, it's not just something you throw on your to-do list and get around to it, whenever you get around to it, like, ah, heart surgery, that usually jumps to like the top of your to-do list. That's, that becomes the focus at that point. And if for your health, you need to have it in two weeks and instead it's two months, life or death. Or it could be that instead of you getting that surgery and feeling good for the next few years and then expiring naturally, instead you, you get your heart surgery two months, but because your shit's degraded so much at that point, now you got a shitty six months to live and you're done. It, it's, and and for a lot of people, I, I use that example because it's, it's rel- relevant to my family, but for a lot of people, it's, it's all sorts of chronic health shit. It's, it's getting in for their diabetes management. It's allergy medication. It's, I don't know what, what else? I mean, you can, I mean, even people people who have who get Crohn's for the first time and have no idea what the fuck they're doing, and you're need not going to a get a doctor it, to coach them through that shit, right? All, all sorts of that stuff it's, is being just postponed, and it's uh, you know my phone's getting too hot sitting here. It,
2: That's we're weird. in the sun too. So my no, it's it's you know, and and it's the healthcare system. Like <laughs> it, it's not ever been perfect. Like there is an issue with getting into doctors, and there has been pre-COVID. It's on overdrive now. I mean, you know, before yeah. you would call a doctor, they couldn't get you in for an appointment until three months out. Yeah. It's not like now the healthcare system like, was like, rocking yeah.
0: and rolling yeah. for access and organization in the United States pre COVID. So
2: people were already suffering and uh, yeah. now it's just getting worse. I, I, I've got my prescription at 30 days. I could only fill eight, they only had 18 pills. At the pharmacy, yeah, we don't so they even, had to some give me 18 don't and then call me back. We, like, you, when that happened, we didn't really make the connection. No, and my, my prescription is not a life it's or death funny. thing, but yeah. I could, for somebody who needs like their prescription, yeah. right, you go in for your 30 day supply and they're like, oh, we only have 18. Uh, fingers crossed, we'll get the rest of them <laughs> in by the time you're through these. Ugh. I, that's, oh, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, and for a lot of people, it's, someone like joey where it maybe is a minor aggravation but maybe you having to go to the pharmacy twice instead of once means you can't go volunteer at the food bank that month
2: maybe it means you know? and i, I know don't have a, that the gas it's not my as simple fixed income that. perhaps I, you, you got a lot of people that are disabled on a fixed income like that twenty dollars the cost that out, of you,
0: stupid you adds up and it takes a good yeah. Austrian economists to really calculate all the compounded costs and we are paying the price still. Um, And, and I don't know, like maybe we should come back to this again, looking for comments. Anybody will make this, you know, conversational tonight. People, I hope you're chatting on, uh, on telegram. Joey's at least watching we're at Telegram and Odyssey. What are we getting comments Odyssey. on Odyssey?
2: We're not getting comments on Odyssey.
0: What were those at the top? There? These are
2: all. Uh, so our Odyssey live stream is continuous. Oh, that's this cool. Is every comment, oh right ever, which is
0: kind of and cool, super yeah. chats of people who. all oh, you can you can write points. You oh, and wait, 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 it. Neil Liberty on Facebook. Oh, Love oh, you guys. Oh. Love the car shows. <laughs> of course, thank you, Neil, on Facebook. All right, so. We, one thing we haven't talked about for a while, we are going to catch up a little bit on the Cantwell, Kessler, Charlottesville, I guess we should call it the Charlottesville trial instead of trying to name the names because it's 14 individuals and 10 organizations that are named as defendants, including Christopher Cantwell, Richard Spencer, uh, Jason Kessler and, and, and a bunch of others, but those are, those are the notorious ones. Uh, so, we'll we'll come back to that a little bit. We'll get a Battle Buddies update. We'll talk about We had a big trip coming up for Veterans Day, which is tomorrow. Oh, I forgot. Today's my birthday. You know, today's my birthday.
2: Oh, is yeah. it Veterans
0: Day? No, today's my birthday. Uh. It was on this day in 1775 that the Continental Congress decreed two battalions of Marines be raised, and since then, we celebrate November 10th as the birthday of the united states marine corps in the silliest absurdest, dumb shit marine corps high and tight devil nuts jar-headed fashion of telling each other happy birthday happy birthday happy birthday all day long november 10th so uh this year it's actually kind of calmed down but i did i did do i did send out on on the battle buddies channel a good it was a jeopardy me it was alex trebek asking this organization or the, you know the clue is this organization allows people with special needs to compete in speed, strength, and agility. And everyone of Special Olympics. No, we were looking for a Marine Corps. I kind of ruined Yeah, you saw it coming. I, I totally ruined the joke. It was a meme. I'm to, I'm reading you a meme from memory. No, 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 okay, it's it's. Okay. This is a great podcasting, Jim. <laughs> uh, any other producer? Oh, so anyway, last thought in, in this rambling intro is, I think, for myself tonight, it might be worth coming back to you know like where are we on the covid curve you know the the curve of tyranny the, the the flatten the curve of two weeks to flatten the curve uh now that we are over a year and a half into it and we've been kind of avoiding it not like deliberately but not doing this kind of meta analysis personally i've enjoyed not reading much of the news the last few weeks. So I'm in such a good mood. I don't read the news every day anymore. Um, the, the news, the fake news, the, the shit other people want you to know about what's going on in the world in order to manipulate you. Not what's really going on in the world. Uh, so what else? Yeah. Uh, where are we? On the on the you know, because I, I feel like my general like we're my general trajectory was correct and that it would it would curve up and it would peak and it would come down and it would kind of come down in in bits and in steps, steps right and but it would it would it would it would be a long fade and it would sort of get integrated into a new normal and it it's very hard to say you know where are we on that slope And, and I think I made a, a, another critical error in my assumptions and my analysis early on in this in thinking that it's, it's going to happen and be done with, right? Because it's not. It's, it's like the flu racket, like the flu vaccine racket. Is, is the flu vaccine a racket? Yeah. I mean, to what extent? Is there I, any
2: legitimacy to it? I don't think so. I really, I really is don't. Is there any I, legitimacy to getting I've never heard anybody. like. I've, I've heard people that get the flu vaccine every year because their job usually offers it for for free free or something like this somebody's getting paid right
0: pharmaceutical companies Um, insurance companies to pay for it for the field
2: i've heard people say oh my god i got sick right after my flu shot before or that plenty of times but i've never heard anybody say oh my god I've not gotten sick since I started getting my flu right. shots. Like it's not, it's not this groundbreaking thing that's, that's helping anybody. No, it's totally a racket.
0: Okay, so well, no, we could say that maybe there's some validity, maybe it's partially. I mean, I want to play the devil's advocate. I, sure, it
2: probably like right? ups your, your chances uh, or lessens. That your some get people it, but should But so does vitamin or... C and drinking water. I don't think so. It's the a racket vaccine, in the sense that it's an
0: unknowingly inferior product that they're pushing.
2: It's an inferior product to just being, being healthy. healthy.
0: Right? Okay. That's that. You know, that, okay, not by, not I, I get it. Yeah, will
2: be drinking water. You know, yeah, right, right. Up, it, that's it.
0: So and, by that analysis, the flu vaccine, the flu the annual flu shots is a total racket. I think the flu shot is and here. So, Go be as
2: unhealthy as you want. Eat all the carbs, all the fats, all the sugars, all the everything. Be 500 pounds. And this will keep you maybe.
0: <laughs> well, maybe it's, it's sort of like global war on terror in 9-11. Is there a period where we say 9 11's After Effects? No, 9 11, it's like the scar tissue is with you forever. It just yeah. fades out of relevance. And I hope that the scar that is this, this you know, I don't know what we want to call it, the initio- initiating episode of, COVID, like, what would we call it if chapter one of COVID, right? Like,
2: with this COVID 2.0? Just
0: and no, but that's the, the period in which we can say it sort of faded into the normal right as in it's sort of faded into the background it's not as i, I,
2: think, I but it's not fading into the normal it's now. turning into the normal there's Yeah no no right right, right
0: right well no it becomes it becomes part of the normal and the, the the it's like the radioactive decay curve of it becomes relatively and and I think we're at that point I think we're we're I think we're going into that transition where like the relevance mm-hmm. of covid is and for the last few months, like since the vaccine, and a few months past the vaccine, and the vaccine kind of settling in as accepted wherever it is for for most people, they have like a settled opinion of it one way or another. Yeah. That was that we've gone through the slope of coming down from the peak, and we're in this curve of flattening, of leveling.
2: Maybe, maybe not, because I'm not sure if you're aware, but there's what eight states. That are suing the federal government right now to try to that's stop That's the from...
0: That's what I mean. That's the leveling. That well, that,
2: that's the that's the coming down,
0: but with the overall backing off of like the fear and the intensity is is the coming down. I think we're somewhere we're on that, We're somewhere on this down slope start where we where things are getting things are getting better, right? Overall. Were well, you want me? Yeah. All right. Things are <laughs> things are getting better overall. Right now, right. It's not getting worse. The fear mongering is not. I, I, am I wrong? There I, and I. I it could change at any time. I'm not saying it has to be this way. It depends I mean, we on have where are Mu, you are The new variants going to turn everyone into cattle, right? So <laughs> there could be another variant, but I don't think they could, unless they started actually killing people with a with a manufactured virus or a, a real natural virus that was that had a higher death rate then COVID came along. I don't think they could scare us back to the level we were at a year ago or a year and a half ago. Right? So in that sense, we're coming down. My point is it's going to come down slower. It's not going to keep coming down faster. It's going to come down slower and slower and slower and become less relevant. And there's going to be less impetus and drive in society to fight back. It's going to be, it's a managed crisis that turns into a long-term racket and I, I think we're starting to turn that corner. I don't want to say for sure, because this is a big subjective analysis, but we're definitely somewhere on the downslope from the peak of the hysteria and the peak of the control of lockdowns and shutdowns. There's the, the, the fight now in terms of how far does it come down? Vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, passports, vaccine requirements for X, Y, Z. That's where the fight is now. If, if, if we sort of win all those fights, it, it might keep coming down at this rate. And then level off and be pretty low, kind of in the background stuff, right? If we lose this, it levels off high at, a, at a higher level, and 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 that that's that's the big question for me right now. If anybody has any challenges to me, I hope that was helpful. Kind of thinking through all that. Please challenge me in the comments on Odyssey. Joey's got them. Jim, any other producer notes before we get to the Battle Buddies update?
1: outstanding nope i love the analysis i'll say i I won't get too far into it but there was a few things there was a lot said there let's say that there's a few things i feel like i disagree with you know i i i just i feel like there's something else at play here i don't think this is another flu racket that they're trying to get away with i think this is Something else entirely like all the things that they're getting away with right now and being super obvious about it. uh, I I like to refer to it. uh, I think it was a Frank Zappa quote, the quote where he says uh, the illusion of freedom will continue as long as it's profitable. But as soon as it's no longer profitable, the curtain will be pulled back and you will see the brick wall at the back of the theater you'll know what's really going on. That's what's happening. That's what we're seeing right now. They're pulling uh-huh. it down and they're making it obvious what they're doing. They're clearing the table and they're saying, no, 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 no. We really are your masters and you are our slaves. Welcome to this new world. Congratulations for allowing us to get away with it. That's, what's, that's what we're in the very beginning of right now. They're taking over full control. I-
2: I can't disagree status. with that, and they already know that they have the arms. To they got the atomic weapons, right? There's, well, there's sure. the people can't rise up like we could in in revolutionary times. Not like because we don't have military grade weaponry. They've made sure to keep that from us. We can't go buy a tank. We can't go yeah, buy. Maybe a, maybe, you know? maybe
0: we're more. Maybe the empowerment of individual self reliance or local community self reliance is is a greater. Empowerment to challenging the the system, totally. um, and 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 Jim, I want to. I really want to respond to that Zappa quote, and I know Ed does too. But in terms of the illusion of freedom, as long as it's profitable, they pull back the curtain. You could apply that to every single new racket introduced by government over the last hundred years, and say, "Oh well, now they're taxing your income." Uh, The brick wall is laid bare. Look, they've got 1930. You could have said that not when Zappa said it in the 70s. You could have said it in 1913 with the Federal Reserve and the income tax and said, see, tyranny is laid bare. So that applies step by step. What you're suggesting is that now it applies in this moment in a unique way, in some greater totality of being connected to meta, right? the metaverse sucking us into matrix pods to, you know, universal basic income to, uh, you know, who to expanded, you know, online surveillance, statism, et cetera, et cetera. I I remain optimistic, though, for the long run. I don't there may be a bifurcation of society, like I predicted at the beginning of this thing. And this is an idea we haven't come back to much, but the bifurcation of the economy, the splitting in two of the, the white market from the gray and the black market and the gray and the black market get bigger and bigger. And the, the, the line of distinction gets bigger and bigger and the expectation of that and our ability to operate as sovereigns with crypto, with Bitcoin. Um, I mean, just, you see, you know how we live up here in the mountains, you know, all, all of that. I, I, I think people are, I think while what you are saying is true about the immediate dynamics of COVID, there's a much bigger arc to this. Let's bring Ed on with that. First, Ed or yeah. Ed, Ed, Ed Ombudsman, his job is to correct me anyway, so Ed's thoughts on all of that it. and the analysis and the Zappa quote, please. sir Jim, why don't you just stick around till the end of this? Like I said, it's going to be a casual show. We're going to go, uh, I guess, as long as people are watching and there's comments and until everybody said their piece, and we get to uh, our, our Battle Buddies update. So, Mr. Vallejo, home from Battle Buddies Program Director. Sir, the floor is yours.
3: Good evening, Gardenia. Mm. As for <laughs> Babylon is crumbling or falling, uh, don't base that perception on your internet reception, because day before yesterday, our heliocentric Ball of fire up there in the sky set out of coronal mass ejection that happened to hit our planet yesterday, and that was a good reason why I didn't have much internet, I'm pretty sure. Okay,
0: and yeah, but in North Korea, they're in or South Korea, sorry, South Korea, their internet is like a hundred times faster than ours and way better at withstanding shit like that. It's crazy, but true. North Korea's the opposite. No, yeah. I'm serious. Look up the Statistics for speed and penetration that's uh South Korea is and and I think Japan are like off the make make the United States look like a third world country. And you go, why can't we have fast, reliable internet everywhere? Well,
3: no, that's internet. that's not it's not faster or more reliable internet, it's more precision monitoring and surveillance.
0: Okay. <laughs> that do <too. laughs> well. Yo, wait, wait. I don't think you're giving the American surveillance state enough credit, there, Ed. <laughs> Come on, we have the best NSA that, that money can buy. <laughs>
3: hey, I was trained in ECM and ECCM, so I know what I'm talking about. I held a, an n type secret security clearance and communications in the service, so yes, I do know what I'm talking about. Uh, home front right. place. Hey, that's a pretty nifty shirt you got on there, feller. I can't wait to get my hands on mine and strut it oh, down Las Vegas Boulevard tomorrow on oh, Veterans Day, for the parade. It's going to be an outstanding event. We have quite a rather uh, extensive itinerary in Las Vegas. And then after that, we will be going on to Bozeman, Montana, where Mr. President up here and I will be attending. Uh, uh suicide prevention training that is specifically geared for veterans and people of faith it's the only one of its kind that's going to be held between now and 2023 it's going to be a great feather in our cap i'm telling you i'm really looking forward to this i am i i'm also looking forward to an extended period with mr kokesh locked into my close vicinity for you know a long time he's he's gonna be able to be subjected to me for longer than he has been up to now uh, he can only take me for so long and then we have to go our own ways and do our own things and all of that Or well, you're gonna be believe me i'm
0: gonna get someone on my phone
3: <laughs> well it won't be too hard to begin with because when we start out tomorrow i'm going to start driving with the headphones on and i'm going to be listening to what i listen to every day while he's going to be just crashed out in the the, the the seat next to me and let him sleep while he wants to he can drive later on that's cool i think this is going to work out yeah, well it really is
0: yeah what, no, I, I want let me just give a give a quick overview and and call for help on this ed so we are leaving from Gardenia for Las Vegas tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. to be in Vegas by 9 for an event called Caffeinate and Collaborate that's for <laughs> veterans' organizations. I'm, I've never seen anything like it. I didn't know. there like Of course there's such a thing. But Vegas Veterans Day, pretty exciting. Then we've got a parade we're going to hit for flyering. Um, we got a few other events in Vegas. If anybody wants to connect with us to help us flyer, we'll be checking our email on the drive tomorrow morning. If you want to hook up, hook up with us at any point in Las Vegas tomorrow, homefrontbattlebuddies@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Both Ed and I will be checking that. So, caffeinating, collaborate is where we're starting our day. And then we've got uh, a, a whole series of events. Include, of course, there's a dispensary thing at noon. I don't want to commit to anything other than caffeinate and collaborate. That's the one we know we're absolutely doing for sure. Then we got some flexibility in the rest of our day. Then we are driving, and we will probably leave tomorrow late from Vegas to get a little ahead of our drive up to Bozeman, and we go through Salt Lake. And a bunch of other awesome places on the way. And if you're Vegas or Salt Lake or Bozeman or anywhere in between those cities, please reach out. We'd love to stop and, yeah. and drop off a handful of, of postcards, bumper stickers, and, and talk to you all about what we got going on here. Meet any veterans who might be interested in meeting the two of us or, or uh, potential donors or volunteers who want to get involved with the program in any way. So, Ed, uh, you know what are you looking forward to most on this
3: trip? Aside from badgering and poking me for, for hours in the driver's seat. You know, besides the course itself in Montana and the person that's that's presenting that course, besides that, uh, I really do want to hit the, the, the dispensary event with the live music and all of that because the benefit for that event is they're giving a dollar for each pre-roll sold is going to go to benefit the Veterans Cannabis project now what the veterans cannabis project is is a 50 state effort to try and get it legalized federally so that veterans will have access to the medicine that they need
0: yeah it's it's awesome how i don't say it's awesome but it's 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 at least that we are marching continue to march slowly towards Full legalization. It gives me more confidence too in the battle buddies model to see in in the fight for cannabis already so many ways veterans have been in the front on the front lines or at least uh, the, they, they have been on, as the political football perhaps on the front line of the scrimmage. But you know we, we don't mind being used for things like that, especially if it's <laughs> for something that we know is good. I don't
2: know the the current bill. I think that that uh, y'all are talking about that is on the federal level that includes that protection for veterans is also kind of trojan horsey That's it's, it's what i mean yeah. it's, it's one it's one little so and i don't want something. i don't want the veterans yeah. to be used to push through <laughs> bills that are extortion-like bills that's that's what my big fear is on the federal level you know following the cannabis bills as much as i do well, it's, so it's y'all all all are going to be level. used to push through these bills that literally tax cannabis smokers in order to pay law enforcement like they tax you and 50% of whatever tax they collect goes right. back to the law enforcement to arrest your friends for other shit. No, no. Just I mean.
0: that's down there. So my face isn't just, it's like freedom oh. with a the mouth. There we go. <laughs> that was all you like.
2: We it. do have a comment from the girl in the green dress on uh, cage match telegram. Well, and Before cage. we get to that,
0: I just, we're going to get to that in a second. You don't pull up that article. Yeah. Cause I, I, I want to, and I, what I want to do is a segue to that for like, you know, when people say thank you for your service to me, I I always, I at least when I can, I, love it. And I don't have like a set line, but I have a bunch of, I have some set points. You have like a, and, a rough you know, elevator. Speech. I go, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> oh, thank you for serving politicians and, and bankers and war profiteers. You look smarter than that. And they go, hey, yeah, I know what you mean. But, or the, well, you know, thank you for signing up. Or, well, I still think the troop that's like, and it, it starts a conversation, and I don't mind being engaged with as a veteran. And so, like, I never, I'm never like demeaning to people if they say that, you know, unless they're like, thanks for killing babies on the other side of the planet. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay. Because uh, you do get some stuff that smells like that. Sure. Sure. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it's not just,
2: so much anymore. I, I no, think this generation anymore. totally understands the. The uh, you know, it's what just your intent is signing up right. versus yeah, yeah no,
0: and I, I don't, I don't want to like, I never.
2: I'm like the I hippie always, generation I, didn't get that so much. Like they were, they were yeah. assaulting veterans when they got back. So I'm glad that we at least, mm. like you know, now it's not that it way.
0: Jace Carnes a reunion with GI Mary Jane. Yes, the magic is back. You know, we, we do this every week. <laughs> every week, she was just gone last week. Or, no, the week before last. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: it. Um, this is it. So,
0: I. I've, I mean, all the Veterans Day discounts. When, I, like, I looked at, I, I spent, kind of, as like Battle Buddies research. I spent a couple hours going over a bunch of links from the VA of all the benefits. They're all bullshit. Like, I don't say all of them, but like ninety percent of them are bullshit. Free appetizer? You get a free appetizer free if you find a herring. Like, I mean, you get a free meal if you find a herring in your food. <laughs> Those veterans <laughs> are like, I'll, I'll just fucking eat the hair. At first, you know, off like, your
2: meal, like, gee, thanks. You're gonna, you're gonna handle the tax for me.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, no, like one thing though that is meaningful is like the Home Depot, Lowe's kind of hardware discounts. I think that's awesome. You know, it'd be where cool for like,
2: veterans, full tax exempt, where you have yeah, a car right. well, No, everything you do, you still. I mean, why not? Right? You, you go to Home Depot. Because you go to Walmart. Joey, you show your people would Walmart. take
0: advantage of that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I, I want. So jo- Joey has this article someone sent us about how to thank a veteran, but uh, I want to ask Jim: are, are you? Do you have anything planned for Veterans Day or for this weekend? Is it? Is it anything other than? Oh yeah, it's a federal holiday tomorrow for, for you. Uh,
1: I might make a little bit more money at work, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. time and a half. Yeah, and well, no, it's no, busier. I mean, busier driving. Yeah, shit, right busier driving, door dashing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Making that cheddar, man. It's been getting really busy with the holidays Wait. and everything, so you got to take it where you can get it. You know what I mean? What?
2: What's DoorDash doing for the vets? Anything?
1: Oh, I doubt it. No, they steal our tips and all kinds of shit. They're no. Yeah, no, DoorDash.
0: <laughs> you don't expect it's a tight margin, <laughs> competitive business with like uh, Uber Eats and, yeah. and all that, right? They're not. They don't get to get discounts anyway. But what do you have, Joy? What, what's this article?
2: Um, it's very. Yeah, I appreciate the girl with the green dress hosting it, but it's just this cliche eight ways to express appreciation on Veterans Day, Mm -hmm. Uh, and just the points: one, throw up; uh, two,
0: no. I mean, we don't really we don't hold on. First of all, show up like the Veterans Day events. Like Veterans Day events as events of gatherings never meant anything to me.
2: I think showing up to your veteran friend's house to have coffee and a joint with him is probably a fine better way yeah, to show like, up just, a more But productive showing up way. to one of these big events,
0: it's like a lot of ceremonial, I don't know.
2: It's got to be frustrating I, as a veteran to sit and you know how much money they spent on this event yeah, and what you guys yeah, need. And you're like, wait a minute. If you could have thrown that into our mental health care availability or our, 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 our housing or whatever. So it's, it's got to really feel weird awkward. Yeah.
0: It's, okay, so the, but the next one is donate. And I suppose if it's thoughtful to the right organizations, a plethora absolutely.
2: of organizations, so kudos.
1: Number to that. three. <laughs> oh my cute. god.
2: <laughs> Buy the flag correctly.
1: Buy it correctly.
2: Fly it correctly. Oh, fly yes. it correctly.
1: Okay.
2: You can pull this up, Jim. It's in the cage match telegram group.
1: Oh okay Four.
2: This one I like. Ask someone about their service. Maybe, maybe number not. That might
3: trigger. Enlist someone. yourself. No,
2: but that's fine.
3: <laughs> what?
2: what? Bye
3: bye. I said, number yeah. five, enlist yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. No. Write <laughs> right a veteran.
0: Write a veteran. I don't know. I mean, ask. Go back to four, though. Like, ask Life about your everything. experience. Like, yeah, that's cool. Like absolutely connect with me. And, and, and that's, you know, when I, when I think of it, is, is this a good thing for veterans? Is this a good universal thing? This is cute. You know, like if it's good, anytime someone's had an intense experience, that's of that connectedness nature, like, yeah, take the time to understand it. Absolutely.
2: They give you some pointers. It says, uh, here's your pointers. Here's some questions to get you started.
0: Safe questions for veterans.
2: What did you do in the military? How long did you serve? What was your favorite moment in sure. all of your time in the service? Did anyone else in your family serve? Why did you choose to go into the service branch you did? And then they follow up by saying, Do not ask if they've killed anyone. Or should yeah. your what veteran
3: be you? you how
2: a many, many How many how many
3: illegitimate children did you sire? <laughs>
2: Seems like common sense but I can't tell you how many times I've heard people ask that to veterans. But people so, dumb enough to
0: ask that aren't reading thoughtful articles like this. <laughs> as as thoughtless as some of the things in this article may be. It couldn't
2: just be common sense, right?
0: <laughs> people with common sense don't read ahead. You
3: know? Okay, wait, I got I have a related story here. I have a related story here, okay? i um, I'm with a friend of mine and we go to our other friend's house who just happens to be back on leave from the Air Force. And what the guy does in the air force is he was a drone operator. Now, what brought this to mind was when I'm taking one of these uh, uh, suicide prevention courses on uh, counseling against uh, uh, lethal means, and it brought to my mind what I asked this guy when we over we went over to see him. The first thing I asked him so so how many guy how many people did you kill? And it you could see the the confusion in his mind of he did not know how to respond and he didn't answer the question and my buddy kind of just ah, ha, ha laughed it off and we just continued on with the conversation and everything and it was never brought up but you know it is can be a sensitive issue when you speak to you know, service members about their service I mean I tr- I moved to, to Southern California to be my by my dad and I tried anyway. for ten years to get him to talk about his service in Korea and he would never utter one word about what happened there but I know after I did his and researched him and he was he parachuted behind enemy lines in the 82nd and he must have done some horrific shit because he never spoke about it and took it took it to the grave with him.
2: My father did the same thing. he was very specific in in the end of his days. Uh, he was police officer, but only after he was drafted m p for Vietnam he came back and did service as civilian police uh but he was very he said, "I don't want the military involved in my funeral at all. period keep them away. I want my uh my cop friends there and you know so this e- is C- where PD, we're like, but no no
0: I feel like in my personal experience. I kind of walked the line between these worlds where I was there. I did horrific shit myself. But at the same time, it was mild enough that I could comprehend it and write a book about it. I'm looking forward to publishing it, and releasing it. Um, but it was relative, and, and, and it was enough that I was affected by it that I experienced PTSD but not enough that I was crippled by it. And I've always had, at least not psych, I don't want to say, i not in terms of understanding my experience. I was definitely not crippled by it. Right. Whereas some guys there, the PTSD itself prevents them from acknowledging, understanding, connecting with their experience at all. Sure. Right. Mine wasn't, didn't, didn't penetrate in that way. And I've also combined with me always like my parents being relatively open and encouraging uh, being able to share without shame with sensitive issues has made it so that with that level of experience, I think I've been comfortable and effective in sharing it. But if those things didn't come together, like if I didn't have that preconditioning education culture of openness for my parents, it might not, I might not have been able to overcome my PTSD enough to talk about it like that. If my PTSD experience had penetrated and affected me in a way that clouded my ability to connect with it, I might not be where I'm at today. I might not be able to, like, as I, when you say, oh, well, he did some horrible shit, you can't talk about it. I'm like, well, the Vietnam Veterans Against the War, they went and did Winter Soldier and they all talked about murdering babies and cutting off ears and tongues and like all oh, the craziest shit that they did. And, and even I can talk about, You know, uh, torture, but everybody's experience with trauma is different, totally. And there were definitely plenty of dudes in Korea who were knee deep in the shit, and you know, to the point of just uh, like overwhelming trauma and blood and guts gory violence. So, uh, I think with that, let's uh, let's smoke weed every day, shall we?
2: Yeah, and then after we can address the question on Odyssey,
0: and then your comments, get them in on Odyssey. Oh. I saw one on Telegram before I forget because it popped up on my phone. Neil asked on Telegram, when are we going to be back in Gardenia Sunday? So this is a relatively quick trip. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Ed and I are at the suicide prevention training in Bozeman, Montana, and then back Sunday evening. So we'll be pulling through Vegas Sunday afternoon. I think Neil was asking because he's planning a trip to Gardenia. Uh, But, yeah, we'll check in with everybody's comments. Um, Mr. Producer, if you would, please.
3: We eat weed every
0: day. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. All right. And with that, Joey, you have a comment for us on Odyssey.
2: Um, yeah, and I guess it's for all three of you guys. Um, organized revolt on Odyssey. Cool name. Uh, do you ever get hostility for being a veteran? And if so, how do you handle it? So I think different from the how many people did you kill? That's an honest stupid question. it's the opposite. It's of, the opposite. Sort of do like, do people ever come at you like how dare you? Like,
0: well, so so let me address this from the broader perspective first. While well, these guys are maybe racking their brains for an answer, because this is, I think, a a reference to a reference to uh, veterans being spat on by Vietnam War protesters. Yeah, that the that thing is, a thing. no, no, it wasn't. No, as a movie thing. It's a movie thing. Mm. It was a myth. Yeah, sorry, it was largely a blown-up myth. Damn you, Hollywood! There's, there's, there's a book about it, actually, that dismantles this, called Spitting Image.
2: You mean Tom Hanks didn't and, address everybody in front of the reflection? Yeah, chair.
0: right, no, So, I remember, I have been in the thick of the anti-war movement as an anti-war veteran. And there are... There, there is a sort of, like you would in the libertarian movement, an appropriate intellectual kind of disdain. Like, oh, you fell for the racket, you joined the military, huh? Yeah. And I go, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, we, we all get suckered into something sometime, you know, right? All right. Uh, you know, old people sucker young people into bullshit every generation. That's that's not new. So and the military is poor men dying a line, rich men's pockets. What makes you think it's any different now? I've never exp- I don't really in in all of my I've experienced more disdain. Like I've gotten death threats for being an anti-war veteran by pro-war veterans okay. in the days of, of Iraq veterans against the war. Very similar. Being a being much more relevant. But I've I don't think other than a sort of like maybe a little judgmental disdain that I think like I would have for myself if I wasn't me that way, you know, or I might at times. I don't. I've never experienced anything worse than that, Jim.
1: No, not really. Most times it doesn't come up. I'm not, you know, I'm famous. I have no name recognition or anything, so nobody even knows. You yeah, know. and you don't oh, walk around wearing a veteran hat everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And I don't show it. I don't have, you know, I didn't keep any of my memorabilia or anything like that. I don't. It that part of my life is twenty years gone. I don't even think about it too much anymore uh, the odd gem will come around where we'll be in a social setting and and somebody will be made aware that oh he signed up he would you know Jim was in the service or whatever and they'll say and they'll say thank you for your service and kind of like you guys all think of something depending on the setting right. to say that's easy to you know say well I'm not proud of it myself so please don't thank me or something to like that you know and that'll either engage a conversation if they uh, if they seem like they're, if they dig for more and ask me a question from there, then we can have a conversation. If they don't want to touch that because they just want to be patriotic and, and virtue signal, then they usually walk away and that's that. And no, nobody's, you know, nobody's feelings are really hurt at the end of the day. But if somebody were to be like you said, I think you had it perfectly. If somebody were to say, you know, how dare you fight for the war bankers and profiteers? I'd say, I know, man, I was a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah, know, that was fucked I, up, yeah. I accept responsibility Ari. for my dumbass mistakes. That ain't the only one, bro. I, if you find more no out, come you back. Know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what are you going to do, you know? If they physically, <laughs> you know, assault me over it, then that's pretty sad. This guy, it'd have to be a pretty extreme situation for that for me, but that Ed...
3: I've never had any confrontations or altercations with anybody related to my my military service and and anything that even would start in that direction gets diffused right away because I am a very fortunate veteran in that my service in its entirety was all on American soil as a volunteer in peacetime. You know, I, I, I trained for four years throughout high school as JROTC student. And, and went into service as a Private First Class E3 as a result of it. And I served honorably for the time that I did serve. So, there's no real, you know, there's nothing to, to be angry about.
0: Yeah. Well, Ed, it makes me think, except for the times when you get excited or upset about something, you have an extremely calming presence, and a, a a great nature of de-escalation and, and a calm way of collaborating and connecting with people. I can't imagine someone insulting you and you not being able to like step back and look at them funny and be like, Oh, I love you too, sir. Have a nice day. <laughs> you know, if that's if that's what it called for. Right. I, I had an alter-
3: I had an altercation in a grocery store one time because I had a sidearm on that's different (laughs) i was ready to hit this guy with a with a can of peaches that's why you would
0: have like see i've i mean i've gone through it i don't carry anymore obviously as a felon but when i did and i went through a lot of training around it all the civilian training like front sight um which i recommend uh front sight firearms training out of vegas or vegas area very cool program there uh it's de-escalation you know it's if you have a gun You have way more incentive to de escalate. And that's part of the presence. Anyway, let's wrap things up and say goodnight here. So, uh, Ed, any uh, any ombudsman comments? No, we're good. No, 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 no. no, no,
3: I'll say you guys are pretty well well, spot on in that Babylon is somewhere between crumbling and falling. I'll give you that.
0: Okay. (laughs) You think it's. Well, no, you know what? Ed actually thank you for that distinction because I would say what we're seeing as trends right now is crumbling, but there is also a slow fall happening. Maybe it's it's leaning like the Tower of Pisa right now. And if you want to call that falling, that's falling. But that's not what we're seeing in the So Ed, thank you for that distinction. Jim, any final thoughts?
1: That's fine. No, no. Uh we can wrap it up. We said right. it we said everything we need to say perfectly, I think. Hope everybody Joey, has Joey, any
0: comments that we missed today or anything you want to sign off with? Uh,
2: no, but to the people that are watching on Odyssey every week, thank you. And share with your friends, because the more we get those views up, the- uh, Love well, we you, Mr.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, hey, a couple things I, I should point out to be responsible as a journalist here- uh, we are keeping up with the Charlottesville trial since we didn't really come back to that. And we're we're about at an hour here. I do want to wrap things up. But real quick, three stories I want to head on to make just to respect that we are coming back to them and the importance of them and to keep everybody up to date. The Charlottesville trial is about two weeks in they are in the middle of testimony uh, from the or, or I think they're coming to the end of testimony of witnesses from plaintiffs calling witnesses. They're getting defense calling witnesses. Somewhere in there, they're about two weeks in. They're expecting at least one more week, if not two, of the trial. So we will be coming back to that and covering the conclusion responsibly. Also, I have been following the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, the Kenosha kid, Uh, the volunteerist memes group I love on Telegram has changed their name temporarily to St. Kyle Rittenhouse's Cathedral, which that just has a great ring to it. Um, and there's there's so many great memes around all around both of these, uh, and also the Assange extradition situation. So, uh, our prayers that justice may be done in all of these important cases. And with that, peace and love, y'all. Choose happiness and be excellent to each other.